I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Our camera opens up inside Coco's club. As Coco, what are you, what are you doing? As you're just in your element here. Well, I'm just kind of standing near the DJ booth, just kind of like picking at my thumbnail because I'm getting nervous. I know I have to open VIP soon. Like the the chickens are getting restless, but all my VIPs like aren't here yet. So that's giving me anxiety. As you are sitting there anxiously waiting for things, Summer is going to come up to you. She also looks a little nervous, a little anxious. She gets in close because the music is very loud and it's just like, uh, hey, um you seen uh Baron Jimmy or Baron James are I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm supposed to be calling him. I mean, like, Baron just sounds weird, too, though. Right? No, he I, he was supposed to be putting some beer in storage for me. Um, and I don't know, like, hopefully he'll be back, but uh, he might just ruin everything anyway. So she just kind of, like, uh, she is going to pull out of her purse an envelope a little bit bigger kind of like a like a birthday card size envelope rather than a letter size envelope and it's got a little bit of a a thickness to it um and she just kind of holds it in her hand and it's like i'm i'm supposed to give this to him it's a it's an important thing so she kind of just shakes her head a little bit about vampire things that's cool. Does it have one of those like stampy symbols on it? I've always wanted to see some. Can I see it? She looks at you with a little confused and is like, oh, and she turns it over to look on the back to see if there is a like wax seal on it. There's not. It's just normal sealed. Boring. She just kind of hands it, hands it to you. It's like, it's. Ew, I don't want it. Like. Oh, sorry. There's no thingy. I only really wanted to see the th- that. The paper feels cool, though. This is heavy. I wonder what's in there. Uh, it is a gift for the new Baron. He shouldn't be getting gifts. It's my party this time. I'd, I'm following instructions. It's kind of like a a test or whatever. Oh, then you'd, like, definitely... You have to pass this test, Summer. Like, I will help you... As soon as I see you. Um, Baron, what's his name? How does Jimmy like being addressed as Baron? What's his name? What's his preferred title? Well, let's just say it's a good thing Jimmy's not there to hear it. See a Baron Jimmy, a Baron James, a Baron whatever your last name is? Baron Jimmy. How, how regal, how imposing of your will upon your domain. Hard eye roll. All right, well, if you said he was getting beer or whatever, I'm going to go look around, I guess. Yeah, no, for real, the last time I saw him, like, was outside of the club. 
and I really don't want you to leave because I really want to open VIP soon. And you're like instrumental because you're so cute. And you know, you, I got you VIP, Bo. What is your, do you have a VIP token? Is it just like a different wristband? Is it a different stamp? Is it a, how do you signify to your people that these are your, your vampire important people? Well, my VIPs would have gotten a special invitation to VIP this evening, to the VIP room, when I sent out their invitations. And they were clearly on really nice paper, too, by the way. I do have to look into maybe getting one of those stamps, because that would be cool. But I have a door guy. So once we open that bank vault door to VIP... There's the velvet rope and the dude, and he's going to be like checking to see if you're on the list because that's cool. Cool. So somewhere in Summer's purse, she has one of these special invitations to get her in. Oh, absolutely. And like, even if she lost it, her name's on the list. So all she has to do is like tell the guy. She's going to be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go wait by the line out front to see if. I see him or to ask around because I don't want to. Yeah, this is just gotta, this has got to happen. Okay. How about if I just text him? Would that like make this better? He has a phone. Yeah, it's, it's weird, but he has a phone now. Hold on. I pull out my phone. I just text him. Where you at homie? Question mark. Jimmy's phone rings. Where he at? (sighs) Jimmy's sitting with his guys at the uh, food court, and uh, looks like I've been uh, summoned or something. He finishes his beer. I'll uh, I'll be back in a bit, hopefully. I give him help, Jimmy. And Jimmy gets up, texts back slowly because well. Still learning. On my way back. Send. Okay, well, hurry up. Send. Summer's here. Period. Send. She has, like, a gift for you? Question mark. Send. All right, well, he just goes back into the club. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's obviously horrible at texting. Uh, he says he's on his way back. I don't know where he's on his way back from. He could have gone, like, two cities over or something. Who knows with that one? Okay, so like he may or may not be back eventually, Summer. Just hang out. And she hangs out, and you guys chat for a little bit. And I guess Jimmy will find you in a little while after he walks back into the malls. Do you even look for them, or are you just kind of harangue some guy, or what's your... Jimmy's going to look for Coco, because, well, it's kind of what he's supposed to do. She's probably hanging out right around the same place that she was hanging out when you left to go drink beers. I don't imagine she did a lot of mingling. No, I've been like mingling all night and I can't look desperate. Okay. You can only make like so many laps around the club. Okay. Before you need to be like on top of things. And what I need to be on top of is where the fuck are the rest of my guests? Where the fuck are they at indeed? So you find Summer and Coco hanging out here. You see them first because you're looking for them as opposed to them just kind of chilling. Hey, you called? What's up? I just motioned to Summer. She freezes for a moment in front of you and is like, uh, 
she gives a little curtsy. Uh, Mr. Baron James, I have a gift for you from uh, Baron Rutger. I see. Nobody calls me James. Call me Baron Jimmy. That's fine. Yes, sir. And she she's nodding and almost like bowing her head a little bit as like a deferential thing. All right, Summer, you can you can relax. I'll, Jimmy just takes the gift. Should I open this here or is it better not? Uh, we could step outside and then for the full effect. For the full effect. Um, I have got to see this. All right, sure. I mean, why not? She takes you guys outside as you are approaching the exit to where everybody is coming in. As you are outside and coming in, you will see a small group of people coming up, and you will immediately recognize Elizabeth. If you could go ahead and describe the people that Elizabeth is walking up with, our special guest. There's a few young-looking men. They are probably vampires. They are all wearing how would be considered dressed up for a club, but they have, like, the red shirts with no ties or anything and, like, over jackets. And they look a little little wild around the edges. Kind of got messed up hair kind of thing. On Elizabeth's arm, however, is a older-looking man. He's got a close-cut beard, mustache, he is carrying a cane, and he's wearing a Victorian-style suit that looks like a modern Victorian-style suit. The full three-piece coat, vest, pants, all in black with a white shirt, and like an old-fashioned tie. And he is carrying a paper-wrapped package in the crook of one arm, while also kind of leading Elizabeth with his other. Jimmy will recognize this as one of the other barons. Baron Gerald Ahmed and some of his people. The gang girls. Ah. Baron. Delightful to see you here. He would nod his head. I was invited, after all. Yes, thank you so, so much for coming. He turns to Coco and gives her the once over and you must be our gracious host. Um yes, thank you. This is our new club. I really hope you like it. Um it it's meant to be an oasis for all of us. You nod. Elizabeth has told me much about you. I was anxious to meet you and I bring a gift of hospitality to you. Oh thank you. Thank you so very much. Um, thank, thank you for coming. Um, and I really hope that everything that Elizabeth told you was like the good stuff because sometimes there, we, we sometimes have fun together and, you know, like super girly, like jokes and laughs and stuff like that. You know, um, it, it's just so great of you to come. Thank you. He would kind of look chagrin at her and simply nod saying, we are. Of the same clan. I do understand the hardships. 
and he will offer the wrapped package to you. Thank you. Um, should I open it here, or is this? Is, should I? Is later? Um, whatever you'd like. He waved his hand as if to say, "Whatever," as if to return the sentiment. Whatever you like. Um. So I open it. Inside is a Egyptian pottery vase, kind of a couple of feet tall. And it is a kind of hand-painted Egyptian holographics and everything upon it. This is from my homeland. And uh, I, and from my own personal collection. Since you are an artist, I thought you might appreciate the hand-painted hieroglyphics and the art upon it. Yeah, this is beautiful. Is this old? This looks really old. <sighs> Mortals would call it old, of course. Thank you. Um, this is amazing. Wow! Look at this. Is look at this. This is gorgeous. Wow! Do you know what any of this means? I do. Perhaps we could have a further discussion about it later. It seems you are currently engaged. Summer is standing in the background of the shop, just arms crossed in front of her, very quietly, just waiting. Uh, Coco, do you think it's time to open the VIP area then? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be right back. All right. Well, do you want to uh, lead the Baron to it? I have to go tell the DJ. Okay, first, and then. I will meet you guys. Uh, why don't you walk him over to the VIP lounge, okay? And just stay back behind the curtain because the door, you know, the, the thing we talked about. Yeah, yeah, okay. Jimmy will look over to Summer. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. No, Summer, she needs to go too. She's pretty. All right, then. And with that, I just, like, dash off cutely in my heels through the crowd with a purpose to get my VIP open. Everyone has begun to assemble for the the VIP opening. I don't know everybody that you invited as a VIP, but the Baron and his entourage, Summer. Did Raven get a VIP invite? Yeah, we had a, a list, and we decided that we were going to call them our valued guests um, when I make that little speech, you know, but it's like Eddie, Emily, all my girls, you know, I paid models to be in there, right? Okay. The Prince and some Barons and Summer and Raven and Mr. Nielsen and like some like handsome models too. Like that was our list. And I got help making my list. Remember? Yeah. The Prince isn't here. Some of the other barons aren't here, but Summer is kind of here as a representative of the, the Ventru Baron. There are, of course, a couple of other just random kindred from across the city, but nobody that was really on your list. You have your himbos and your models, a couple of up-and-coming influencers, because I hate influencers. Yeah, but they need to spread the word. Yep. It's a necessary evil in this situation. 
you have a little welcoming speech, or do you want to just throw some dice? No, I, the only thing that I wanted to hit on was that we like our welcomed guests, and that this is hopefully a place for everyone to feel welcome and really enjoy themselves and like party. You've planned this out. You've had everything from the music to the lights to the people to everyone else. And you make it known to everybody that these are the important people that are frankly just better than them, but in much nicer words. And afterwards, you can lead them through the crowd and into your little VIP area. Yeah, and once inside, I just greet each person, some of them, of course, I've already spoken to over the course of the evening, but I thank them all again for coming and just point out all of the amenities at their service. And we did make sure that there was something for everyone in this room and um, try and gracefully make our exit because I want to see what's in this gift. Yeah. Jimmy Summer tries to stay to the back of this group of VIPs to get your attention, but in like a quiet, respectful way. She's not trying to be like, hey, you know, I need you to come with me or anything like that. You can tell that she's a little nervous. Sure. Jimmy will listen if she has anything to say, but he's going to not leave the VIP opening. She tries to make small talk. It's awkward stuff about how, you know, it's a nice party. How are you finding your domain? Those kinds of things. Does Jimmy have anything in that regard for small talk while Coco is getting everybody situated? Just, yeah, music's terrible, but kids these days like it, so I guess I have to put up with it. I'm sure that a deal can be reached for different music on other nights. Well, frankly, I want this to be profitable, and apparently people don't want to pay for good music anymore. So I'm just letting Coco decide the music that gets played here. I heard you have a, a cell phone now. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to become barren, I need to be able to get reached easily. So, Do you know you can put a bunch of music on those? Uh, yeah, I, I put some music on it. Earlier I had some headphones in so I could listen to it instead of uh, this, but uh, I, I took them off earlier. Or took them out, I should say. That's that's good. This music's... She just kind of like looks over as Coco is making her way around. Like, oh, there, there she is. Okay, hey guys, are you ready to open that thing up? Uh, the, the package I have here, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to open it. Jimmy has like a half smile. I hope it's so cool. Oh, was that the VIP? I thought you meant the VIP opening, but or was that done already? No, duh, where have you been? We just opened VIP, okay? Like, this is it. That's it. That's all you have to do is, like, glad hand people and stuff. She said this thing's, like, explosive or something, and we have to open it outside, right? Isn't that what she said? No, it's not. It's just better if we open it outside. It's not explosive. I kind of picture, like, fireworks. That would be perfect on a night like tonight, wouldn't it? I don't want fireworks going off in my hand. So fireworks? No, no. It's it's completely. I it'll it'll make sense. I yes. I'm just Coco being Coco. All right. Well, I'll uh, we can open this outside and then I'll 
sit in the VIP lounge and smooge or what's the word? What's the word? Smooge, 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 mingle. Yeah. So like we're going to relax in here and just let the party come to us. After we take care of that. Yeah, obviously. Okay, good. She walks kind of quickly through the crowd to try and get outside to finish her assigned duties. All right. Jimmy follows well behind, not in a big hurry. Of course not. He's got a strut. Yep. I'm kind of like in a hurry, but still marching through the party. You guys get outside. Uh, The parking lot is a lot fuller than it has been in a long time. In many years since Jimmy has seen it this full. And as you guys are out there on the sidewalk, summer motions for you to, to go ahead and open it. All right. Jimmy rips open the letter and checks what's inside. If it doesn't explode immediately, Coco's just going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it does not explode immediately. But what slides out to Jimmy is a small, like two inch by one inch piece of black plastic that's got a couple of buttons on it. And there's a several sheets of folded up paper in there. There's a little key ring on the end of it, and it's got a nice little luxury sports car emblem on the other side of the key ring. Um, okay. Jimmy's going to look at the letter and read it. Has Jimmy ever bought a car or leased a car from a dealership? Or was this the kind of thing that he like bought cash in hand for the, his vehicle that he has? Yeah, he's only bought cash in hand like from independent sellers, usually for spare parts. On the letterhead, you're going to see a name that you recognize as a car dealership that is up in Barrett Rutger's domain, where... It's not one of, like, it doesn't have his name on it, but it has somebody that works for him. It has all of the stuff signed and filled out, except for the part where you can write your name, where it's like Lisey's name, where this is like a two-year prepaid lease for a vehicle that is just needing your signatures. Uh, The Baron got me a car? She gives a smile. She's like, yes, he thought it would be fitting for you to drive around in something more stylish and modern with all of the the extras. What's wrong with my IROC? Uh, nothing, I guess. Um, please, this, this way. And she tries to disengage from that, that minefield to show you to where the cart is. Sure. She'll take you over to one of the parking spots that is directly underneath one of the lights that is out here. It is a brand new, like this year, a sportier sedan. Like it's still got four doors and it's got a nice trunk. And it's not go super fast, draw a lot of attention, but it, the windows are all tinted out. The rims on it are, are very nice. The paint job is wonderful. And Summer just kind of stands next to it and just kind of like, Hmm. well you know there's it's always nice to have an extra car on hand uh yeah absolutely totally is it's gorgeous when you say so coco you can see her visibly just oh thank god uh jimmy's gonna do the unlock car button it beeps 
enthusiastically to answer your call. All right, and he climbs in the driver's seat and gets it a quick once over. Passenger seat immediately. Nice leather. It doesn't have like a a scent, but you can smell that new car smell in it. I know nothing about cars, so I apologize. It has a little push button start. It's got satellite radio. It's got a CD player. It's got all of the bells and whistles. Uh, this I I'm not into newer cars too much, but it looks great, Summer. Um, don't take offense, but I'm gonna have to have Art give it a once over. Make sure there's no bugs or anything in here. Not saying he would, but of course I I understand. But I'll be sure to drive it uh, tomorrow night. I can be by to pick up the the signed copies whenever you need. Sure, I'll. Uh, Jimmy pulls out his phone. Can I have your number and I'll text you? Yeah, and she pulls out her phone and you guys exchange phone numbers. And Jimmy has like this, he's the smartest man in the world for thinking that he can text someone. Look on his face. <laughs> it's like, ha I suggested it first. Exactly. I'm with the times. You are indeed with the times. Meanwhile, he's like grandpa style putting in numbers. With that business concluded, uh, do you guys just go back inside or? Yeah, Jimmy does. Well, I try and talk Jimmy into just like driving it around the block. Like it's basically your car, right? Yes, it is. But I don't feel like driving right now. Oh, I can drive. I need to. I need to talk to Art about it. New cars have a lot of tech stuff in them. Just need to make sure everything's good. Okay, but that's like super disappointing, right? I get to go for a ride. Promise? Can I drive it? I'll let you drive it first, but then I want to go for a ride when you drive it. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Sick. As you guys are getting out of the car and preparing to head back in, Summer asks Coco, can I find somebody that's really drunk? Because I feel like I need it. Um, yes. First, we'll go look for look by the bar. And I feel like that's where we'll find them. You know, as a thank you, I could find uh, one of my guys, get him completely drunk. If you want someone. Uh, if you want to make a pick. Or if you want to go into a bar or whatever, I don't care. This isn't like a, a trap thingy, right? A trap thing? No. It's a more of a thank you for the car. I will pass your thanks along to the Baron Rutger. And I will take that drink. You guys head back into the club. Elizabeth is looking for Jimmy. She's kind of floating around. What is Coco? Does she just go back into the VIP and schmooze? or? Yeah, because I set myself up a little snack up in VIP anyway. So I kind of want to hang out and just chill at my own party for a little bit. Like where I'm mingling, like this is supposed to be safe space. I have people here for that. Cool. So it's like open feeding stuff going on. I mean, you have to be like discreet, obviously. Not like, not don't do it at all. Exactly. Like this is supposed to be home. So cutting back inside to the VIP lounge. 
So it's on you guys. Jimmy also heads over to the VIP lounge, puts in his earbuds and plugs in music to his phone. Kind of sitting a little by himself, waiting for anyone who wants to talk to come to him first. And after you get settled, Elizabeth will come up to you and wait to be acknowledged. Elizabeth, how you doing? Doing doing good. Um, she points her thumb over her shoulder back to where the other Baron is sitting and says, uh, Mr. Amon is looking to, to talk to you when you have a moment. Well, I'm not doing much important right now. Unplugs headphones, forgets to turn off the sound of those, so he has to open it up, push the stop button, put his headphones in the pocket, and phone back in the pocket, and just tedious. Ah, Baron, I heard you are looking for me. Baron would gesture to the seat either across or near him. Please sit. And Jimmy sits. Having a good time? Kind of looks around the room, and his entourage has obviously taken up some of the feeding and stuff. But he has kind of a disgruntled look. Well enough, I suppose. I prefer more lively prey. Yeah, this isn't exactly my scene either. Oh, do you like to hunt them as well? Uh, no, I like it when they come to me and know who I am. He kind of chuckles. Each to our own taste, I guess. To each their own. So tell me, Jimmy, how does being a baron treat you? It is similar to what it was before I was a baron, considering uh, Walter didn't do much. But uh, there's a few extra responsibilities that I'm learning to embrace. Yes, Walter was incompetent at best. Indeed. I was wondering how ambitious you might be as Baron. There were some concerns about letting you ascend, as it were. My ambitions right now are to uh, stabilize my barony, make sure things are calmed down. After the whole Sabat fiasco, you know, keep things less exciting before new exciting things happen. Not that I have anything too exciting planned right now. (laughs) Nothing exciting? What if things were to get exciting? Well, then that's just stuff I'd have to deal with. You have exciting plans? I have ideas. I am. I grow tired of some the way some things are done in this city, and I wonder if we might change it. I mean, there's always room for improvement, isn't there? Nothing's ever perfect. No, but I find with the correct application of leverage, you can generally get what you want. And what you want is better, is what you're saying? Better for me, better for you. I see. And are you offering an alliance of sorts, or what? He kind of nods over at Elizabeth, who has stepped away, but not too far away. We already have an alliance of sorts. 
one of mine is teaching one of yours. This is true. I'm interested in increasing some of my power within the city, and I'm looking for allies to do so. Okay. Well, I'm a small barony. There's really no way other than up for me, so I don't have much to lose. But uh, you're the first person to offer anything, so I'll be sure to keep that in mind when things start happening. Yes. That would be most fortuitous. Tell me, do you have um, his name, Art? Does he do what you ask him? Does a Nosferatu ever really do just what you ask him? Kind of grins. Ah, they tend to do more. But for this, that is okay. Yes. Art is a wonderful at assisting when asked. Remember how I spoke of leverage before? Yes. I wonder if you and your friend Art might be able to provide some leverage or find some to help increase our our gain. Leverage on who specifically? Well, let's just say that in order to get what I want it requires authorization from top. And that is an obstacle I must either control or remove. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Yes. I see. Now, I don't know how Missy is going to feel about that, as she is a herald from the top, for the top. I am not concerned about your pet, Malkavian. She is safe from this, and she might even be able to retain her position. How much do you trust her? Well, that's a loaded question for sure. I trust her enough. Well, she could be useful in many ways. She could. She is. I will be sure to let Art know that you are looking for information or dirt on higher-ups. Or the top. The closer to the top we can get, the better this will go. All right. We'll see how this goes. I will leave Elizabeth at your service. She can get a message to me at any point. She's uh, very useful, so... All right. Is there anything else? Not at the moment, Baron Jimmy. And uh, you too, Baron Ahmed. You kind of formally nod... And Jimmy will go up to Elizabeth and say, all right, uh, apparently I need your number in case I need to send a message to Baron Ahmed. A quick exchange later. Your phone book is getting much fuller. Are you hanging out and enjoying the party, or are you going off to other activities? The Baron will actually get up to leave, but he wants to say goodbye to Cookie first. He will stay for an appropriate period of time, though. The politically appropriate period of time. Cool. Yes. 
Coco, are you doing anything while they are chit-chatting, or are you just mingling? No, I told you, like, my guest list earlier, Eddie's here. I want to hang out with him and, like, my girls and stuff. Sure. This party, I know, is going to go off without a hitch, and I know this club is going to be great. Did you see how many cars were in the parking lot? That was a lot, okay? There's so many people here. It's amazing. Some time will go by, and Summer will come back up to join you, and she is swaying quite a bit. Apparently, one of Jimmy's guys got super hammered, and she's feeling it. Nice. I'm, like, feeling myself, too, but I'm trying to keep it together, okay? Like, this is a responsibility tonight, man. We got this. I just, like, pat next to me for her to come just sit down. Oh, yeah. No, she flops right into it, and it's just, like, leans her head on your shoulder, and it's just like, hey. Hey. Are you having a good time? Is this, like, awesome or what? This is, this is pretty good. You know, the buzz stays so much longer now. And there's no headaches. Yeah, that's, like, totally a bonus. <laughs> I'm so glad you're happy. This is great. Do you like, like, my little VIP? This, this whole, I told you. I told you it would be cool, right? This is pretty cool. Where's that guy? Do you want me to find you your guy again? Nah, nah I'm, I'm good for now. I just don't want to, you know, dilute it or whatever. Where's, where's your guy? Where's my girl? She needs a break. Like, cause you know, can't do all that mixing. And that's what I like. Where's, uh, where's Eddie? I don't see him. What? He was literally just right here. I don't know where the, uh, Whatever. It's a party. He couldn't have gone far, right? He would have said goodbye. Oh, I I think this is my fault. What? He's, uh... So, like... He's not exactly popular in the... You know, and she winks at you. Oh, no! He's so cute! I mean, girl, he's kind of a fuck-up. Like, I'm a fuck-up, but, uh, like... I haven't fucked up yet, but, like, they're waiting for me, too. I think he has, like, a million followers or something. I don't know. I just know what my sire has told me and that stuff, you know. She puts her her thumb and forefinger over each other to make a V. It's like, you know, just the, the Ventru stuff. Okay, so it sounds like you got some juicy gas, and I'm trying to hear it. So he uh, he had some money from an inheritance or something. Shit, right? And then he was doing good on stocks and shit, and however the fuck that works. But then shortly after his embrace, like everything started going real bad with that. Now he's like basically broke shut the shut the shut the fuck up he's no way he's not he can't be i mean so like are we ever really like super broke like what the fuck do we need money for right ew 
We need money for everything, like nice clothes and cars and parties and stuff, obviously. Yeah, well, so like then the clan bailed him out, but it was like one of those things where he's supposed to make more money, but uh, he kind of fucked that up too. Like, girl, let me tell you. Oh, is it like one of those schemes that stole the money from the old people? Oh. I think there was a documentary or some shit. It looked like a good way to steal money from old people. I mean, probably. They're all kind of old. Oh, yeah, that's bad. That's real bad. Shut up. Did he actually, like, steal it? I don't know. Uh, This has been, like, six months for me. and It's just, like, what I've been hearing. But, like, you know, when after the Elysium the other day and, like, the, the teaching and stuff, like... Hold on, and she pulls out her phone, and she pulls pulls up a, like a banking app for just like one of the banks in the city, and she's like, "Look at this shit." She shows you her balance; it's got like six digits in it. What the fuck? I'm poor. Yeah, well, you know, apparently it's a test because like it's there, and I could buy whatever the fuck I wanted, but like. Let okay, whatever you want. Let's let's take a trip or something. Why not go like wild and crazy, like young kids? No, you're right. Okay, the look on your face says you're right. That's a bad bad idea. Would be fun though. I mean, they always said it's real hard to travel because like people and places and like scheduling right i get it okay fine but like you know that whole invest thing um what if you invested the money and did better than like eddie did because i know a few up-and-coming businesses now you could you don't have to invest at all you could potentially only invest a portion of it and see return it could be like a trial run you will get money. Look at this place. It's packed. This is just one thing I've put my finger on. It's going to be amazing. Trust me. Yeah, I hope so. Cause like, well, you know how everybody is with the, and she does a finger across the neck thing at like every possible opportunity. It's the fucking worst. Can't we just have one night without that? Jesus Christ. Puts the phone away. Yeah. Let's fucking party. Yes, I knew you would see it my way. Oh, I love this. Jimmy, the girls over there are getting up to some kind of shenanigans. Who knows what? Got headphones in. Doesn't really care. He figures he can't cause trouble if he's just sitting by himself listening to his own music. Easy enough. Time will pass by. The gangrel entourage will head out. It'll get close to closing time. Does Jimmy close the place down? Does he stay there until absolute last bell, or does he head out a little earlier than that? Well, seeing as he made Coco upset last time for leaving early, he will wait until Coco leaves before he can leave. Lights come on. People start to be kind of herded out. Everybody's having a great time. And sooner rather than later... It's the two of you and some employees. Calvin's here. He's going around picking up 
some of the trash that you can see is on the ground just because now you know the lights are on you can see everything and just like your bartenders are cleaning up they're resetting classes they're finding out what bottles of what they need to restock from wherever filling the ice wells for the beers the two of you have any conversation or anything you want to do i have to do the adult thing i don't know if um if you've ever done this before but we have to get the money jimmy okay do you want to go with me to the office and we'll count the money and then our made a drop box that I'm supposed to put the cash and the credit card stuff in. He was very specific about this. Yeah, I, I get it. I used to do security. Okay, perfect. Then let's start securing shit. Let's go secure our monies. We're going to be rich too. Like, fuck that $60,000. Did you know that like some people get like good money from their barons? Oh, too bad your baron doesn't have any money. Yeah, but I think you owe me for sure. Sure. I owe for something, I guess. And with that, like, Coco is just cheesy smiling, like big cheese smile, because yes, he definitely owes me all of the way that they've been treating me for like months and months, and now he owes me. (laughs) Manipulated. Finally. Got him. Yeah, it was like a warm, fuzzy feeling for a moment. I assume at some point in there, Coco got a little nom or something or someone. Uh, yeah. Did Jimmy also get a little bite or is he? Uh, no, he has a bad habit of at parties when he gets a bite to eat, things don't go great. So he refrained, refrained from eating, even though he is quite hungry. He is indeed quite hungry. Sounds like a tomorrow night problem. Can't imagine how that problem could get worse tomorrow night. I will let this last bit hang because I don't know when the other two will return to the mall as to which of the two groups of you will figure out this thing that happens first. Because there's another thing that happens towards the end of the night or till towards the end of the club night, but I don't want to give it to you in case Art and Missy are back at the mall earlier and they might find it out first. So with that, I'm going to get rid of Craig. And with that, I just like dash off cutely in my heels through the crowd with a purpose to get my VIP open. This image of Peg Bundy running across the like the living room and her heels just like ow exactly that that's how we all learned it Coco are you doing anything while they are chit chatting or are you just mingling no I told you like my guest list earlier Eddie's here I want to hang out with him and like my girls and stuff sure Not you guys are cool to to do any of that do you want to do anything do we get anything out of it or you want to just have like a conversation about uh, the party and how things are going. Just well, basically that's... making sure there's no evil plots happening. Yeah, no. Why would there be evil plots happening here? This is going to be a great place. Nothing evil or bad is going to happen here, okay? The last, the last like, opening, whatever, like, Jimmy's party, that was a fluke. That was not my fault. That was Jimmy's fault. Jimmy fucked everything up. It's true. 
This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.